Welcome to the seventh episode of the COP27 Sham El Shade series with your host Abigail Kima. Throughout COP, you have been interviewing uh, people from across the globe uh, to simply share their experiences of what COP is like, uh, their expectations, whether they have been met or not, and also getting to know what exactly they do back home. Uh, which uh, obviously has an impact on the processes that happen here at COP. And today we are joined by an amazing guest from Nigeria, uh, Dami Lola, and I will invite you to introduce yourself. All right, thank you very much for having me on this platform. Mm-hmm. I sincerely do appreciate it. My name is Dami Lola Balogun from Nigeria. I'm a lawyer and a social entrepreneur that believes strongly in the voice of young people in terms of developing policy to address development. Mm-hmm. Great. And uh, why is this work important for you? All right. Um, to also put in perspective, I'm the founder and CEO of the Youth Sustainable Development Network. And then when it comes to uh, the importance of the work, I think it's, it's very important that we understand that the population of the world right now, we're talking about over 20% being young people. Mm-hmm. And um, particularly in Africa, we have um, over 60% population being young people. Yeah. And so when we're talking about addressing the issue of sustainable development and sustainability itself, mm-hmm. which climate change and um, just energy transition is a key component, it is important that we are able to engage young people because young people have the population, they have the strength, they have the innovation. And so it's only right when we want to address future problems or future um objectives that the present population that is to be most affected are actually carried along yeah. and, that, and that's what we try to do at the youth sustainable development network to work with young people to create awareness education to get their insights in terms of policy recommendation on some of the pressing needs and pressing concerns around climate change and just energy transition and other sustainable development goals mm-hmm. and finally we try to build consciousness for action mm-hmm. implement grassroots um, projects to yeah. drive change because there is a need to build consciousness for action and that's one thing that we actually are really bent on as far as the Youth Sustainable Development Network is concerned. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, is this your first COP? No, this is my second COP. Mm-hmm. And uh, how would you compare the experiences, the experience at this year's COP compared to the COP that you attended? All right. So I think I'll answer this on two, on two perspectives. First, mm-hmm. as a personal experience and second maybe just as um from the organizational perspective so from the personal perspective it's it's it's, it's more of um important exposure for me mm-hmm. so for the first time you know there's always a first time for everything yeah. i wasn't so clear as to what i was supposed to do i wasn't so clear of my key objectives yeah. but um i come in it second time and i think i'm more prepared to even engage more better yeah and so i i'm, I'm kind of um okay i was able to set my key objectives and my expectations of what i want cop to be like mm-hmm. which is um for example leading my voice when it comes to youth action and most importantly, I'm grateful for this platform to be able to match up with my key objective of lending my voice to youth action when it comes to climate. Mm-hmm. I really appreciate this opportunity. Yeah. And then, of course, um, the other part, um, um, in, in terms of um, negotiation and key objectives of this COP, 
it's called an implementation cop and so we knew so much happened in glasgow cop 26 yeah. one of which is um the particular um loss and damage facilities mm-hmm. about developing countries pushing for climate finance for loss and damage yeah. and then um we, we knew how you went mm-hmm. towards the end of cop 26 yeah. um, um developed country or global north decided and knew they want to have the conversation for another two years to see whether there is a need or there is the importance of funding yeah as far as what is going on here so far i'm able to see that the, at, at the top of the agenda, climate finance and even loss and damage is what is at the top of it. So yeah. um, we, I'm, I'm looking forward and I'm very optimistic that that will be addressed moving forward at the end of the week. Yeah. And um, you've talked about um, engagement of young people and you've given a clear picture of how big our population is, especially in Africa, with about over 60% of us, of, of the population in Africa being youth. Uh, so at this COP, would you say um, we have been meaningfully engaged? Because it's one thing to be brought here and it's another thing to be actually meaningfully engaged. Do you, would you have something to say about that? Yeah, thank you very much. That's a great question. Mm-hmm. And um, it's clear mm-hmm. that it's it's a work in progress. Yeah. And then it's, it's, it's quite... It's looking very positive, in my opinion, mm-hmm. because if you go back 10 years before this time, it was you don't even see young people attending yeah. high engagements like this. Mm-hmm. Right now, we are not only attending, we are as well speaking at sessions and even speaking with world leaders. Yeah. A step further right now is to see how young people's pressing concerns and needs mm-hmm. can be reflected in the negotiation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think it's still a work in progress. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we're on the right path. Mm-hmm. And I would say give it more time again, mm-hmm. then we would be able to be at the at the head of things to be able to communicate our concerns and reflect our needs as far as um, the agreements and negotiation is concerned. So I think it's a work in progress that is looking very positive. You know? Yeah, I mean, I completely agree with you because I feel like these are the fruits of the young people who are obviously not young right now that had to really fight for a seat at the table. They had to fight for a piece of the cake. And now we have a seat at the table, but we just are not able to speak. So I guess we it's a work in progress and I hope when we keep pushing as young people to get to that place, it's actually going to move. And um, you also talked about the youth for sustainable development. Youth that, sustainable development network. Youth sustainable sustainability development network. Yes. Yeah. Uh, what exactly do you do? And um, I mean, what are the projects like when you say we work with grassroots people? And how how are they receiving this information that you're that you're giving them? Yeah, thank you very much. Um, mm-hmm. Just that young people, we do three things, essentially. Mm-hmm. Education, create awareness, mm-hmm. because um, that's what a lot of non-governmental organizations, even youth led, that's what they do. Yeah. But I strongly believe that when we know better, we do better. So yeah, it starts from creating awareness to ensure that people know better so they can do better. Mm-hmm. And then um, for us, again, with policy recommendation insights, we want to be able to get young people's insights in pressing problems, even if they are not represented here, mm-hmm. that they are able to um, get their insights re- um, reflected and echoed in, in, in important engagement like this is one thing we do. Yeah. And finally, we go as far as implementing action. And this relates to the question around working with the grassroots. Mm-hmm. So we all know there's the Glasgow Climate Pact, we know the Paris Agreement. Mm-hmm. So we don't go back to our respective communities and explain what these things mean. Yeah. Rather, we design a solution that can impact them positively to meet yeah. up the objective of this high-level agreement, mm-hmm. which is one thing that makes us stand out. We actually implement projects. We actually implement sustainable projects. And what we did 
of recent was a solar irrigation project of great for for um, local farmers in Lagos mm-hmm. that actually helps them promote sustainable agriculture. Yeah. Prior to that solution, they make use of generators, mm-hmm. which is costly and not environmentally friendly. Yeah. And so what we did is to bring about the solution around solar irrigation. Mm-hmm. So it's powered it's powered by solar off grid, mm-hmm. and then that way they are able to um, reduce the cost of fossil fuel and also cut down their emission, which meets the high-level agreements such as the Paris Agreement and even the Creator Protocol and even the Glasgow Climate Pact. Mm-hmm. So we're designing solutions at the grassroots and ensuring that they are able to um, catch up and so no one is left behind is mm-hmm. what we stand for in terms of action. Yeah, uh, you've actually said something important. I always say you act from a point of information and you've said when you know better, you do better. So, um and I, I appreciate the fact that um, you've also talked about the importance of building on projects that communities can relate to, because, of course, some of these terms at COP are quite complicated. But in the end, these are policies that would actually have to reflect the impacts down at community level. And uh, so as we wrap up, um, what, is, what are the two things for you that would make you say this was a successful COP? Okay, two things that will make it say a successful COP is one, beginning to recognize youth concerns when it comes to drafting of the outcome of negotiations. Agreed. As far as climate action is concerned, there is the issue of mental climate, mental um, health problems amongst mm-hmm. young people. So a lot of times these things are do, they're not represented in high level engagement or in negotiation. So yeah. I mean, beginning to take into action mm-hmm. the the the, the concerns of young people yeah. as far as um, the negotiation is concerned makes it successful for me. Mm-hmm. Number two is um, I mean a lot of people say the climate finance. I have a different perspective mm-hmm. because I think um, both human and natural resources, as far as Africa is concerned, mm-hmm. there is so much we can. Do and we need to leave this dependency mentality. Yeah. So we don't have to wait for anyone to say, okay, you promise us, you give us this. I mean, yes, cool, we emit, we emit less. Mm-hmm. It's justice that we get the, the finance to be able to match up yeah. with the reality of what we want to build. Mm-hmm. But I think at the end of the day, we need strong institutions such as the African Union to be able to stand fit and represent the true reality of African continent. Yeah. And so it's, 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 for me, I would say the climate finance, of course, coming through, but of course, there is a need to even implement these funds when they come to drive the impact we want. Yeah. So strong institutions at the national and regional level across developing countries, mm-hmm. across Africa particularly, is important. Yeah. And so I wouldn't just say climate finance. Of course, I want it to come true, mm-hmm. but to drive change as well, a successful COP to me means that mm-hmm. the countries here represented, once the finance comes, they are able to implement it to drive key impacts. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you for sharing that uh, new perspective. And I feel like every time I speak to Young people at COP, they're always uh, sharing a different perspective of what we know as the key asks and key priorities for Africa. And so if anyone would like to support you, your work, or join your movement, in is it only based in Nigeria? No, we, were. we work with young people across the world. Uh-huh. So we're just headquartered for now in Lagos, Nigeria. Uh-huh. And so if anyone wants to contact 
There's the website. Mm -hmm. Share the link with you. Yeah, and it's gonna I'll, be I'll put it in the description. Yes, and then my email, everything. It's all good. So yeah. Okay. Well, thank you so much for joining us. Yeah, thank uh, you for it's having been me. Lovely to have you, and I wish you all the best. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me, and I really do appreciate this opportunity. You're welcome. Thank you.